0: UMA's Maintenance Interchange is how maintenance professionals stay on top of things like the latest ways to use groundbreaking technology and find simple solutions for pesky problems. It's where a maintenance manager can pick up critical tips that can save thousands of dollars and countless hours of downtime for your fleet, tricks on how to save money on balancing tires and keeping your lavatories working, and tips about how to get the most out of your time when you're attending this most popular of sessions. Join me for an interview with Rich Tassone from Stouts Transportation as we discuss all these things, and I get schooled on how it all comes together at the UMA Expo Maintenance Interchange. Welcome to the Motor Coach Minute, podcast from the folks at UMA and Bus & Motor Coach News. It's designed to make it easier for you, the owner-operator, to get to the meat of the issues affecting the motor coach industry. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Stephen Valley with UMA and the Motor Coach Minute. And I have the distinct pleasure of sitting across from uh, Rich.
1: Hi. And hi. (laughs) Rich, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Rich Tasson. I am uh, currently the maintenance director for Stouts Transportation, a transportation company out of Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, I've been in the motor coach industry 37 years now. This This will mark my 37th year. How long have you been with Stouts? I've been with Stouts going on seven years.
0: Wow. Okay, that's great.
1: So, um,
0: we're here to talk about the maintenance interchange and okay. the uh, the all the the stuff that goes on with that. Why don't you give me a little bit of your understanding of that? Well, wait. Before we do that, uh, explain your role. You are I am currently the maintenance director
1: for all of our equipment. Okay. So, explain to me like what that is. Okay. Um, I oversee the fleet. I oversee the the mechanics. I make sure uh, that I'm pretty much the liaison between the owners and myself on on purchasing equipment. They come to me for my suggestions. I, I keep our fleet intact. I, How I big keep, is your fleet? Uh, we have just over 100 vehicles. Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot of vehicles. Yeah. A couple of uh. different locations also.
0: That's right. So you're 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 the guy who's overseeing coordinating all of the logistics and you know I guess obviously the personnel and and sort of scheduling things and making sure that everything sort of stays That's correct. And then obviously emergencies and dealing with broken down buses and that kind of stuff. Yes. So in in terms of of the maintenance interchange, how has that whole program I
1: guess sort of helped you? Oh, it's it's the, you know everybody talks in our industry about relationships and this takes the relationships to a different level because it's the core relationship of mechanics or maintenance directors like myself at each of these various shops, um, getting their tricks of the trade, going over their tricks of the trade, or uh, problems that they might have encountered that some of us can help them with. So it's, it's a collaboration of you know maintenance directors all over the country and coming up with and helping each other. Okay. So, you know, in in terms of uh
0: how the how does how does it work during the course of the year so you know it's it, it do they collect information from you guys what what exactly goes on
1: they do the gentleman that runs the uh, the, the maintenance forum is Kevin Milhouse and he's been doing it for 20 years now so you'll receive an email from Kevin and you'll be have the opportunity to email him some questions or some problems that you want to speak about at the interchange so he'll he'll collect and he'll take the, these questions and he'll categorize them whether it be Body and chassis, engine, general information, uh, HVAC, and he'll he'll take these questions and write down uh, on a pamphlet. So when you when you come into the interchange, you have sort of a format to follow.
0: So it's like a it's like an outline. Yes, and absolutely. That, that's collected throughout the year. Correct. And when you when you're you're sort of filling this stuff out, you also like do you ever I guess brainstorm something. You can contact him out of the blue and send him something. Sure. It's not like you have to... It's not a It's not a one-way street. No. Absolutely not. You can contact any time during the year. I think you said something, too, about how there's, like, tips and tricks, tricks of the trade and that kind of stuff. So is that something that, that just kind of like ad hoc happens? Or? Sure.
1: That, absolutely. If someone has an issue, um, for instance, balancing a tire, and they're, they're having a, a problem, and what's the best thing for balancing? What do you do? Uh, one of the gentlemen... Uh, one of the things I came out of the maintenance interchange last year, one of the gentlemen used plastic beads from plastic a local beads. plastic distributor and puts inside the tire. What does that do? It um, actually, that as the beads roll around, it self-balances the, the vehicle going down the road. Are you serious? Yeah. So, you know, you could do crazy things, take them off, put the old metal wheel weights on them, which fly off and so forth. And this gentleman, he's been, Dan Shoup, um has been doing it for I don't know, 15 years. Uh, And it absolutely worked. So there's something that I, me personally, took out of the maintenance interchange that helped my company. Wow. So you just go to the store and you find these, where do you get the plastic beads? Well, the plastic beads came from a, um, he got them and it started with him. Uh, It was the leftover plastics, the scrap, that fell off railroad cars from this one plastic factory where he is, and I believe it's in Indiana or Iowa, and um, he collected those beads and started putting them in, in in wheels. And you know, let's say put 16 ounces of these beads in the wheels. And that he developed that that would work on buses. Uh, so I I contacted a local plastics company near me and told them what I was looking for. Uh, Dan Schup was nice enough to send me a sample. I took it to them and they said, oh yeah, this is our sh- our scrap, you know our scrap. <laughs> and they they showed up one day and said, here is a 55 gallon drum, no charge. So exactly. how
0: does I mean I don't want to get caught off guard, but that's a fascinating story, and so that's the kind of stuff that you get out of
1: absolutely. This. And how much money
0: does that save?
1: Oh well, it, there's there's various other products you could put in your tires. Oh, they have okay. a thing called Equal, where you put the bag of Equal in your tire, and it explodes inside and does the same concept. They run twenty dollars a tire. So yeah, you're talking what, it, two, four, eight, six, eight. eight, ten tires, right? Well, eight wheel vehicle. Okay. Uh, eight wheel vehicle at twenty bucks a tire is 160 dollars how a bus. long does
0: yeah, how long does it last they, I
1: guess you, until you take the tire off you can take the tire off and you can collect the beads we know, we usually don 't do the collect the beads because it 's time consuming right and it's it would let 's face it it was free <laughs> <laughs> so that's
0: you know without having talked to you, I never would have known that that 's the kind of money saving and i guess you know just like helpful sort of things that come sure. out of this. Um, who, you know, there's also the networking capabilities
1: you know, so obviously you, you, I think you mentioned something about that. Absolutely. Um, with all of us being all over the country, uh, you know, our buses notoriously, or your, your the country is divided up into certain areas, right. certain companies run in a certain area, you know, I'm in the Northeast corridor, but on occasion I have tours out to the Midwest. So at any given time I could have an issue with a bus or an issue with air conditioning, and from the maintenance exchange, I've developed friendships, You know, we'll call them relationships. And since we know each other um, from the maintenance interchange, I can pick up the phone and call a mechanic in, in Texas. And, say, and now you have place
0: a face with a name.
1: Uh, absolutely. And it's much, it's much friendlier than me calling off the street and say, hey, I'm this guy, right. bus operator from Jersey, and I have an air conditioner problem. They know me, I know them, and vice versa. They call me. They're on the East Coast. They have an issue. I'm jumping out of bed and hel- helping that person I've seen face to face. Right. You know, there's more of a connection. You feel a, like a more
0: of a responsibility Absolutely. for that person. Absolutely. So it, within the maintenance interchange, obviously, there's the old timers and the new people. Is there? You know, what would you be your advice to somebody who's just sort of getting involved with this whole thing? I,
1: I wouldn't. I, it's one of the things. One of the seminars here um, that I would not miss every year at Expo and at, at, at Expo and not not participate in. Because I look at it, if I bring one thing out of this maintenance interchange, just one one thing out of let's say the fifty or or so topics that is cost saving or energy saving, you know, or, or back breaking savings on my end, it's it's great. It's well worth it. So that eight hours in that that room is well worth it. I've never, I can honestly say, I've never walked out of there without bringing back something. You know of value. Yes. And absolutely. so that's twelve years of accumulated
0: sort of experience yes. and then also being able to share it. And um, is there is there any kind
1: of barrier to entrance in terms of I mean it's obviously you gotta be a UMA member or you, you have to be a UMA member, you cannot be a vendor or a supplier. Uh-huh. You cannot be associated with a vendor or supplier. So you have to be just a pure maintenance. Person, like Correct. somebody, that's all you're, that's all you're doing. You're working on, but how do you, I don't Correct. know how
0: they verify that. I, mean, I guess they there's no, that's not hard to do. They, they, they,
1: yeah, that's, that, that's really not hard to do. And I understand the premise behind it. And it's not because we're afraid to bad mouth or, or so forth, a vendor, right. but it, it takes the group of men. Uh, I, I see they, they're more open. Right, it becomes more objective at ab- that point. Ab- you don't have to worry about
0: calling somebody's baby ugly. Exactly. And and it just winds up getting right to the root of the issue as opposed to sort of jumping around and looking for somebody else. And no, no, it's not really them, sugarcoating it. Agreed. So have you, uh, what's, what's, you know, other than the beads, has there ever been anything really of note that, you know, sort of stands out in
1: your mind? Sure. Um, we had a company uh, last year that uses a salt, uh, you know, w- with the the emergence of all the salt and brine they're putting on the roads now in in our area, in the Northeast Corridor, um, that the corrosion factor underneath some buses has become prevalent over the years. So there was a a company that, that, that said they use a product that they spray under their undercarriage once the undercarriage is clean, and they've determined through their research that that spray has helped on the corrosion factor. Now, they've done the research, so it's not like... Most of us in the room have to re research it. We're taking the, their word as merit, and we end up doing the same thing on our coaches. So I pulled that out of last year's interchange, also.
0: Yeah, and I have seen a lot of the, I mean, I'm in Virginia, so as a consequence, I see that Brian, you always know when it's going to snow because you see the streaks running down the road. Sure. Um, you also brought up some stuff about the cold. I mean, we had that cold snap, and so there was something about... Sure. What was one of the... How do they keep the the,
1: oh, the bathrooms from freezing? It, crazy crazy, is that, you know, you think of... You You don't want the buses to gel up the fuel. Uh, you don't want... Obviously, you want your antifreeze level at the proper level, so you don't want to freeze your radiators. But one thing that most people don't think of is your restrooms. Your restrooms have chemical and, toilet, uh, and water in it, in the toilet, and they freeze during deep freeze you know, so um, this year's maintenance interchange, we talked about uh, one company uses a handful of non-toxic salt. So the salt, salt water never freezes. Right. Uh, other companies like myself, we use a combination of the Windex or the window cleaning product, which have a touch of alcohol in it. But that touch of alcohol is enough to keep that from freezing. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just add that and it, it
0: winds up making it, getting it through the, the time that it's sitting idle. Correct. How long does it take to heat up a bus just out of curiosity when we've had, like, that six-degree <laughs> weather? Oh, it, it, it takes probably a good 20, 25 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I'm running that diesel and getting it so that it's up to... That's just amazing, you know, with considering everything that's going on. Um, so it, it, in the the maintenance interchange meeting... Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the fact that, you know, obviously you guys are in contact with each other throughout the year. Yes. And then you come to the meeting, and how long is the meeting at at, at Expo?
1: Well, it, the meeting starts at, it, it's always been around 9.30 in the morning, and we break for lunch at, let's say, 12.30. We reconvene usually one thirty to 2 o'clock, and we go all the way to 4 o'clock. Okay, and it's just that one day, that, or is it? It's one day. And that's where the
0: the all the accumulated questions have come in and they've been categorized and put together and then you all go through them. so what is it does everybody sit in the room together or and you go through each
1: sub content or some you know like part or what what how does that all work okay we, the the outline let's call it an outline with the 50 or so questions or problems from other companies um, get presented and we all talk and pretty much. Uh, you, know, you know nobody's over talking anybody you do raise your hand Kevin is the facilitator so he'll 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 direct the show if he, you know I, I I'll be honest with you I can't remember a time where anybody ever was argumentative or ever got out of line or ever tried to talk over anybody right. it's just an, an open forum of a bunch of guys that are there for the same purpose so um so we, we go through the list of questions and of course Qu- questions spin off of those questions. Gotcha. Kevin is a very, very good facilitator. If it's really going off topic...
0: Going off the rails? <laughs> if it's going off the rails, <laughs> he'll
1: reel it back in and, and get it on course, and then he always gives time at the end for any new or any other last-minute comments or, or questions that you may have. This is, a, you know, it, it's funny. I've been with UMA for two years.
0: I've been, this is my, th- uh, yeah, coming up on my third year, and I'm, I'm learning all the time. You know, so learning about the maintenance interchange is something that I, you know. If I have maintenance people, I definitely want them to be there. Only because, just in terms of the, the little bits of stuff that you've shared with me so far, it's like fascinating. You know. Sure. Um, and then you you were also talking about the fact that uh, I guess this information does make its way back to the the uh, manufacturers or who is it? Well, uh,
1: you can you can bring it back to, pardon me, manufacturers. You know. So like Temsa and. and Prevo and, and those Preview guys, and Von sure. So they sit and they they I,
0: who compiles? I guess Kevin does. Kevin does, and then he takes that and he gives hands it over, am, him, or just publishes it, I guess I'm
1: not sure. I think he publishes it. And so that's the focus of another podcast.
0: Correct. Right. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> I'm yeah. gonna figure out we're, you know, where how this stuff gets synthesized. Do you get a copy of it? Yes. So it comes to you as a as a printed piece or something in the
1: email or yes, we get an email and and we have the opportunity to. to um, there was a gentleman yesterday. Who had a product that we're all interested in. So, Kevin will just distribute our emails to him because we ask for, Uh, all of us as a group ask for that specific information. So then, you know, Kevin kind of lets it freeform then at that point. He's not facilitating it, but. We develop a relationship with with that independent, young man, independent,
0: independent. Of, of what's going on. And I guess even at that point, you have the ability to say,
1: eh, "I really am not interested." I, you know, correct. It might not apply to there's you. No we're, we're, obligation. You know, obviously, the guy down in in Florida that that runs you know, 80 degrees all year round. He's not worried about a preheater up in Maine. Right. And he's not worried about his bathroom chemical freezing because freezing, it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got different issues. Right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. deal with. Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, well, this is like really fascinating. And, and again, this is like uh, something that I, you know, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to sit and talk with you about because, uh, you know, I think that this is, a service that UMA provides that, you know,
1: more people need to be aware of. And, you know, hopefully this podcast will, you know, get out to them. Uh, absolutely. It, it, what it is is, and I've sat on both sides, both sides of the, of the table here. Um, you know, I've been in the dispatch operations at, mm-hmm. as an owner at one point. And it really, really does bring a lot to the table back to the owners. You know, if, if we are, as maintenance directors, are doing our job correctly, we we bring these other issues back. And it, and, and my owner is very forward-thinking, so, it, you know, he wants to know. He wants to know exactly what I learned, and he wants to know what problems they're having over the country. Because at any given point, we could pick up a, you know, a bus company in Maine. And he wants to know the, the, the hurdles that they might have to achieve to, to make that bus company operate in Maine. Or, or and again, down south. So, it, it does... Bridge a nice gap if all the, if if people like myself, the maintenance directors, bring it back to the owners, then it really is a home run for the whole for the company and for the industry. It really it's a tight knit in- industry.
0: Yeah, I agree. And so do, when you like when you get the results of the whole thing, do you sh- you
1: share it obviously with the other mechanics and, and the people in the maintenance? Oh, in my in my shop, sure. R- right then and there, we all take notes. You right. know, we have an outline. So right then and there, I have my notes in my briefcase, and I'll take it back to the shop and I say, hey, listen. You know, to my people, listen, we need to do this, 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 and this. Or we can change this and make our life easier, or change our maintenance interval, or, you know, use a new a new product that's out there, or even equipment. So does Kevin ever get a hold of, like, new uh, sort of tools and stuff like
0: that to show you? Or is it typically something where he talks about it? It's not so much a show and tell as it is you know, okay, guys, I heard about this new torque wrench or whatever it is. He doesn't get a sample of it.
1: What he'll do is he'll say, I've got a contact for you, and then you all can. Well, actually, actually, he just facilitates it. He What he, will what he, usually happen, he'll ask the person who wrote the question, and they're usually there. Okay. And they'll say, you know, Steve, Steve, you, your question was on HVAC. You had a problem with a brushless motor. Um does anybody else in the room have that particular problem, or have they seen that? And that's when we all jump in. Gotcha. If we have seen that problem, or if we have a good solution for Steve, we tell Steve right at that point. Oh, okay. So Steve, so Kevin pretty much facilitates it. How many people are in the room at any given time? Ooh, probably sixty or seventy this year. Oh wow!
0: So nice. has it? Have you over the past twelve years has it like grown and grown? Absolutely. Has it has it
1: recently seen a resurgence, or is it something that's just sort of been like a steady sort of? You know, I think rise? it. I think it's been a steady rise. I I would say in the past six years, I've seen, um, uh, you know, of course, you see a lot of the same faces, but probably the past six or seven years, I've seen an increase. So people are trying to you know maximize. Sure. Um,
0: is there, are there any other programs like this? I mean, off the top of my head,
1: I I, I don't know where it actually gets where the the. The maintenance directors and the mechanics really get together. get together. I don't see that. You always see that the owners go into the different, the, you know, the conventions, the ABA, UMA, mm-hmm. IMG, but this gets you.
0: Yeah, you this, know. I mean, you
1: have to be here. Correct. You have to be at Expo, and you
0: have to be, you know, sort of, because that's where it culminates, I assume. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you walk away from that with your notes, but then a couple of weeks later you wind up getting the whatever's been compiled, and, and you can go over it again. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm racking my brains. I can't think of anything that I've heard of from anyone else about this whole program. So, to me, it's it's a it's a real sort of unique benefit that we have. You know, and part of what we're trying to do with this podcast is get people to be more aware of the stuff that UMA offers. You know, we have the Ambest fuel, and then Stacy announced the other um, benefit. Uh, at the show, you know, where he had, you know, he talked about some of the things that as a UMA member you can you can get to. So this is one of those things. Absolutely. And, and it winds up being, you know, right down where it counts. I mean, this is where I, you, the rubber meets the road. Sure. So um, it's awesome that, uh, you know, you, you're able to kind of bring this to light as opposed
1: to it sort of lurking in the darkness. Maybe hey. we can get more people to the, the next one. Sure. It's very, very productive. We had a, a couple people that I've seen in the room before, owners, that brought their maintenance directors. The owners used to come because the owners are here. So if they're a, a techie or a maintenance kind of guy, they used to come. But now they're bringing our maintenance directors. And there was one, one young one young gentleman in particular that stood out this year because he was really – his eagerness to learn just energized the rest of us. Oh, wow. And, and he brought some stuff to the table. And and this young man will be I, – I, I see in 20 in years. years if I'm still in this industry, he'll, he'll be a, a, a front leader or a in a front runner in the, in our maintenance industry because that that's how sharp this kid was.
0: That's awesome.
1: That that's great to
0: great to hear. Um, well, I mean, it's been really great talking with you Thank and you. learning it. more about the the maintenance interchange and and you know now it's like I'm walking out of here and I'm actually I got to go I got to go find out some more. I mean, I really want to go read up on it and figure out you know all
1: the parts of it. That uh, that are going on. It's a great, it's a great organization. UMA is a great organization, and to bring this together, and Kevin is is a big part of this. To do this is is very very helpful for our for our organization. Very yeah. helpful. Awesome. Well, I will see you around. Thank okay. you so much for your time. Okay, Steve. Take care. Bye
0: bye. If you'd like to advertise on the Motor Coach Minute, or if you'd like to sponsor it, please drop us a line at info at bus and Or you can give us a call at area code 703-838-2955. Look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next month.